Section 24 of Essays on Art. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Cheska. Essays on Art by Johann Wolfgang von Goethe. Translated by Samuel Gray Ward. Section 24. What has come down to us of the poetry and prose of the best days of Greece impresses us with the conviction that whatsoever that highly gifted nation put into words, in order to hand down traditionally or by writing, proceeded from an immediate intuition of the inner and outer world. Their most ancient mythology personifies the most important events in heaven and upon earth, individualizes the universal fate of man. The fated actions and inevitable sufferings of a peculiar, self-renovating race. Poetry and imitative art find here their freest field, in which the one always offers new advantages to the other, while both seem to strive with an eternal emulation. Imitative art lays hold of the ancient fables and makes use of them for its immediate ends. It excites the eye in order to satisfy it calls forth the soul in order to strengthen it, and at last the poet is able to tell nothing to the ear which the artist does not forthwith present to the eye. And thus, by the alternate advance of imagination and reality, the highest summit is attained. They come in aid of religion, and represent to the eyes of worshipping man the god whose nod shakes the heavens. With this view, those modern lovers of art who have faithfully pursued the method pointed out to us by Winkelmann have always been interested to compare the ancient descriptions of lost works of art with such copies and imitations as have come down to us and have undertaken the interesting task of restoring that which was entirely lost, which will be easier or more difficult accordingly as the new spirit of the time differs from or agrees with the ancient. Thus the friends of art in Weimar, to say nothing of Polynotes's pictures, paid great attention in various ways to the descriptions of pictures in Philostratus, and a series of the same with plates would have been issued if the state of the world and of art had in any degree favored the undertaking. But the former was too tempestuous, and the latter too unpromising, and that which was cheerfully great and serenely good must needs stand in the background. In order that all may not be lost, we shall impart our preparatory labors as commenced some years since for our own instruction. In the outset, we suppose the gallery of pictures to have existed, and that, according to the idea of that time, it was thought commendable in the orators to expound them to cultivated youths and hopeful boys, and to impart at once a useful and agreeable lesson. They had long been forbidden to exercise their art upon historical and political subjects. Moral problems had been used and exhausted again and again. The jurisdiction of art alone remained, and to this they fled with their scholars to exhibit and develop their dexterity upon these harmless subjects. But here arises the great difficulty to distinguish what that bright company really saw and what was a rhetorical edition. Much has been discovered in late times to aid us in this particular. 
Herculaneum, Pompeian, and other newly discovered pictures, and especially mosaics, render it possible to carry back the intellect and imagination to that period of art. This undertaking is both pleasing and meritorious, since modern artists have done little with this view. Examples may be found among the works of the Byzantine and early Florentine school, of artists who labored with such a design, but which by degrees disappeared. Giulio Romano alone, in later times, shows plainly in his works that he had read Philostratus, on which account we shall frequently have recourse to and make use of his pictures. Young and talented artists of later times have done much towards replacing art in a condition of vigorous and cheerful existence, in which alone it can prosper. But the pictures of Philostratus have been prevented from producing their due effect not alone by the difficulty of developing out of their rhetorical covering what was actually represented as bad, nay, worse, is the confused way in which these pictures are mixed up together. If through close attention you clear the former difficulty, you are still entirely at a loss from this confusion. For which reason our first object was to separate the pictures and arrange them with sufficient accuracy under separate heads. And by this means, we bring by degrees under consideration. 1. Subjects of high heroic and tragical import refer mostly to the death and ruin of men and women of heroic character. Next come in that the world may not be depopulated. 2. The allurements of love and courtship and their good or ill success. Then follows 3. Birth and education. Next with mighty step advances. 4. Hercules, who has a chapter to himself. The ancients maintained that poetry began with him, for the poetic art was occupied formerly only with the oracles of the gods, and arose with Hercules, the son of Alcmena. He is also the most noble character, the object and the agent of the greatest variety of vicissitude. Immediately connected with this are five battles and contests the most mighty. 6. Hunters and hunting. Follow close, eager, and spirited. To give a more pleasing turn now, appear 7. Posy, song, and dance, in order, with endless grace. The representation of natural objects follows, we find 8. Many sea and water pieces, and few landscapes. 9. There are also some pieces of still life. In the following synopsis, the subjects are only briefly given for a general view. Some of them will be found elaborated in the sequel. The Roman numbers, after each picture, refer to the first and second book of Philostratus. June refers to these described by the younger Philostratus, the Arabic figures, to the order in which the pictures occur in the Greek text. The subjects elaborated by modern artists or found among the Herculaneum antiquities, are also indicated. This is the end of section 24, recorded by Cheska.